Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. Today, we are here with Francesco Clark, who is the founder of the skincare brand Clark's Botanicals. He started his career working at Harper's Bazaar as a fashion assistant. 17 years ago, Francesco suffered a spinal cord injury that left him paralyzed after diving into the shallow end of a pool. He did not let his injury get in the way and has been able to make a difference in so many people's lives. He and his dad started Clark's Botanicals from their kitchen when they couldn't find the products Francesco needed. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, so tell us about how you and your dad started mixing ingredients and about the meeting with former Harper's Bazaar editor-in-chief, Glenda Bailey, who just recently left. Well, she's staying there just in a different Mm. capacity. So she's helping to grow the magazine um, from the business point of view. So Mm. it's good. Um, Mm -hmm. My father is a medical doctor and was one of the first medical doctors and homeopathic doctors in the United States. So he was doing both science and nature. Yeah. And Clark's Botanicals for me was never a business plan. It was never a jar that I wanted to have on a shelf. It was part of my psychological and emotional recovery from paralysis. Mm -hmm. I had been told I had a 19% chance of surviving the next Mm. few years of my life. Mm. My left lung had collapsed. Mm. My vocal cords um, were not working. I couldn't Mm -hmm. speak. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as I started to get better, um, the day that Christopher Reeve passed away, I realized that I wanted to um, be an advocate for myself Mm -hmm. and take more initiative and responsibility for what happened. And that meant facing myself and looking in the mirror, literally facing myself Mm -hmm. um, and looking in the mirror um, for the first time in three years. And I did not look the way that I felt. I felt energetic and happy. I did Mm -hmm. not look energetic and happy. And having worked in fashion, the last thing that I cared about was the way that I looked for those Mm -hmm. three years. Mm -hmm. So dealing with trauma and the depression Mm -hmm. of knowing this sadness that I felt like I caused my my mother mm-hmm. and my family and having to care for me and rebuilding myself from that point meant having a respect for myself. And that's mm-hmm. what skincare is to me, is having confidence and strength and having a resilience and being unafraid to show who you are in your own true beauty to other people. That's how we started, Clark's Botanicals. Yes, incredible. That's a lovely, lovely story. Lovely story. Delia's grandfather, I'm trying to remember, I think he was in his mid-50s, and I was pregnant with Delia, and he was skiing in Beaver Creek, and um, a skier, you know, came across in front of him, and he was paralyzed, you know, from then on at C4 and 5, is that right? Nibbles down, I think. Yeah. But um, to watch him go through that process, too. And then in his life after that, to become even more successful, you know, kind of the same type thing where you make that decision one way or the other, um, you know, to live and to thrive and to um, grow is is really a remarkable thing. Yeah. We're and so honored to have you here. Thank you. And um, my family really 
um, sustained me when I felt like I couldn't Mm -hmm. get that. And Mm -hmm. um, fight or flight took over. And for me, fight um, is my DNA. That's so great. But if it wasn't for my mother and my father and my sister and my brother, I would not be here. I mean, I would not be here at all. Right. Um, And so it's a sense of community. What I like about what has evolved with Clark's Botanicals is the sense of family has grown Mm -hmm. to everybody that works with us is Mm -hmm. part of the family. Mm -hmm. Sure. And everybody, all of our team members in Clark's Botanicals care just as much about the mission of why we started Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, when you look at it, it's not just a jar. It's not mm-hmm. just a cream. It's not just a moisturizer. It embodies so much energy that each one of us put years into developing. Um, and it gives back to medical research and it gives mm-hmm. back to a bigger cause. And um, people don't know that when they buy the product because it just works right so that's what i like about it is that you try the smoothing marine cream and your skin looks better Mm -hmm. most people don't know the story behind it Mm -hmm. and then when they read about the story Mm -hmm. they're kind of like oh my god i did not know that right yeah and then they were really devoted to yes 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 i like that i like connecting to other people in unexpected ways right yeah and then, so tell us about your time. Did you always want to work in fashion? How did you get into the magazine world? So that's actually um, a funny story because when I was graduating college, I made a promise to myself that I would live in a city that I'd never lived in and I would um, work in an industry that I knew nothing about. So I had passed the foreign service exam and my goal was to become a diplomat then an ambassador and my family became deathly afraid that well I don't think they expected me to pass the exam so then I passed (laughs) Um, and I was the youngest person to pass Um, wow congratulations thank you but I did not go down that path (laughs) because they were afraid I was going to be shipped off um, somewhere and they were never going to see me again so I was offered a job in Chicago building websites for law firms Mm -hmm. Which I said, okay, that checks off both boxes that I made a promise sure. to myself about. So I went to Chicago, um, and it was a learning ex- experience, but it was not the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was in there, while I was in Chicago, I started doing improv at Second City. Oh. And it was one of those things that... Um, it was another box that I hadn't realized I would, ha- I would have to check is about pushing myself mm-hmm. and really stepping outside of what I thought I was defining myself with my personality. Mm-hmm. So I was there for six months. It started snowing the first week of October. I said no. Mm-hmm. So then I'm, when I came back here for Thanksgiving back in New York and I had interviews um, after I'd emailed the... I'm one of the directors of Conde Nast. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple of interviews set up two days before Thanksgiving, and then I had four job offers the Monday after Thanksgiving when I was back in Chicago. And um, I started working at Conde Nast um, about four weeks later. I was at Conde Nast for one year. Um, 
and I was recruited to work at Harper's Bazaar. Um, the week after 9-11 is mm. when I left. Wow. Um, and it was the strangest time to work in, I mean, anywhere, but sure. New York was just so, like, surreal. Right. Um, and very, um, I don't know, you feel very self-reflective. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there was a very strong sense of community and buying yeah. into each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. So working in fashion, um, I went to working at Harper's Bazaar, and the staff was a lot smaller there. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about it is that we had more responsibilities. Even as an assistant, um, I got to meet Marc Jacobs, and I right. got to meet mm-hmm. Donna Karen, and mm-hmm. I was um, assisting on all these shoots where you're talking to Galliano and looking at Couture, and you're going to all the shows. It's a lot more work, but you're loving what mm-hmm. you're doing so much that you really have to love what you... You really have to love it and be dedicated to it to be putting that much um, of yourself into something. Right. It also taught me um, what it means to um, be an entrepreneur, start a brand, have a vision, have the infrastructure of um, setting yourself up for success mm-hmm. and um, knowing what to do to achieve that. So the roadmap to um, owning your destiny is something that I saw in the stylists and the um, these incredible luminaries that I got to work with there. Um, and I always knew I wanted to have my own business and brand. I just didn't know in what. So this was like my thesis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like a student right. in learning what it meant to do that. Soaking it all up. Just yes. watching these people. And, yeah. Yeah. That's so. And I was there for a year. And um, I was promoted. And the weekend that I was promoted is um, when I had my spinal cord injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but my time there was just, you know, you would assume that people that work in fashion and beauty would be shallow, would be only kind of, people assume that it's a one-dimensional type of profession. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that they have been the most open-minded and supportive sure. um, group of people that I've ever met. And mm-hmm. since I've had my spinal cord injury, they have done everything to step outside of what you would assume um, they would be. Mm-hmm. And they have proven me wrong. And I was part of that group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have proven my family wrong. And mm-hmm. you know, when you look at somebody like Glenda Bailey, mm-hmm. um, believing in somebody like me um, mm-hmm. when their brand wasn't even a brand yet, mm-hmm. and taking the time to um, nurture and develop, um, you know, what was just like a little idea into um, what became a business is huge. That is huge. That's a lovely story. Thank you. So tell me, y'all started mixing things so basically you were going through you're trying all these products your skin mm-hmm. stopped reacting to temperature so you couldn't sweat mm-hmm. so then y'all were mixed i picture you in the kitchen in the kitchen yeah, yeah with like all these things and how did you come up with cons from concept to shelf go from concept well to shelf. we you know we tried every tincture um essential oil and um 
anything yeah. you could mm. think about. Mm-hmm. Um, any combination of lavender oil with um, time-release vitamin C, with mm. um, rosehip oil, with chamomile, and mm. lavender can be very basic on your skin, so it can give you this kind of um, it made my skin red um, mm-hmm. for okay. a long period of time. Um, and it was that. too strong. And yeah. chamomile, I developed um, an allergic reaction to. So mm-hmm. for me, it, it would look better for a little bit, then it got worse. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then different combinations um, would just immediately look, my skin would look worse and be very reactive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't use um, the products that we could buy at you know the fancy department stores mm-hmm. or prescription. Right. Um, and my skin looked 10 years older and Mm. I had developed what looked like rosacea and, um, dryness and oiliness and, um, acne. Mm -hmm. And it felt like the perfect storm of anything and everything until we read, um, this article in nature magazine about the positive effects of, um, the enzymes that are in the jasmine plant and the jasmine flower. And so we started to look at, um, jasmine um, and trying to understand what part of the flower could benefit your body and your skin and um, that took five years of development and my skin looked better and then they said yeah you know and it works for a couple days but then how do we make it even better how do we amplify it Mm -hmm. how do we give you long-lasting results to penetrate the second and third layer of the dermis so that became what is today the Jasmine Catalyst Complex. Okay. And it's proprietary um, to Clark's Botanicals because it's this, it's this kind of tincture um, that changes the way that your skin behaves. Um, and it gives you this kind of luminous glow because it uses um, a specific type of enzyme from Jasmine with a time-released Arnica Montana, which helps mm. to heal the skin, yeah. with a specific type of um, French red algae, which holds wow. more, more re- moisture retention than a hyaluronic acid. Oh. Um, and then we couple that with niacinamides, mm-hmm. which help to boost your mitochondrial activity in the top layer of your dermis. So that gives you like a pinky glow, it helps mm-hmm. to boost collagen production, but at the same time, um, it's, it's moisturizing and healing. Mm-hmm. So you're getting this, it's like a full spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a serum, mm-hmm. but it's in all of our products, but it's great for sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. It's great for aging skin. Mm-hmm. It's great for acneic skin. And it helps to just bring you back to the most luminous state that your skin could be in. Mm. Magnificent. <laughs> yes, well, your skin looks fabulous. It really does. It's better. <laughs> yes. And I love the story about how you had little jars or something, and all of a sudden they were disappearing, and yes. your mom and sister were taking them. <laughs> I made them, I turned them into kleptomaniacs. <laughs> and I had these little um, gla- ugly glass files on my desk, and you know, I had 12 vials on my desk and then it went down to seven. <laughs> and one day I'm looking at my sister and I'm, I'm kind of like, Charlotte, what's going on? Because I knew already what happened. Uh, and she said, well, you know, if your skin is so sensitive and nothing else works on it and suddenly your skin looks better, I'm going to start using that too. 
Oh. And then my mom noticed that my sister's skin looked better oh. and my skin looked better. And she said, well, I'm going to take it too. <laughs> um, and we were just making it in the kitchen. You know, we were just doing it to do something other than physical therapy and occupational therapy all day. Right, exactly. And we were giving it away for free. And all of my dad's patients um, have severe allergies to many other um, sure. ingredients and things in the right. market. So my mom was giving it to them for free. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> and it was not packaged. I mean, this was like really ugly, yeah. um, like laboratory bottles with little screw-on right. black caps that we would use. From the kitchen. That's it. Yeah. So I didn't have a business plan. Um, I didn't have a factory. I didn't have um, employees. I mean, Clark's Botanicals started from a hospital bed. Wow. And from a sense of like, when you can't feel or move 95% of your body, mm -hmm. you feel very alone. Mm -hmm. and you feel very disconnected from yourself. And you certainly don't feel attractive right. to other people. Right. You learn... Um, your self-worth as you go through this discovery. Right. And um, you learn your own definition of beauty. Mm -hmm. And that was a life lesson um, that I really enjoyed. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's a gift that a lot of people will never really go through. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won't really ever see themselves, really get to know themselves like that. It's, you know, I had to go through it when I was 24 years old. Right. Um, I wouldn't wish it upon no. my worst no. enemy no. um, at that age. But no. I think I, I like, maybe because I'm an optimist. Right. I like to think that everybody goes through a part of their life of self-discovery. Mm -hmm. Right. At yeah. one point or another. Um, I remember when we were at, we, we stayed out in Denver for six months with her grandfather, Humphrey, and we took turns. We had an apartment there. And most of the kids at the, at the people at the Craig Rehabilitation Center that were there were your age. They were young people that had had, you know, hot shot skiing accidents and stuff like that. Humphrey was one of the older ones. But, you know, that, that whole process. But those people are just so yeah. fabulous, too. The physical therapists and all the people oh, and yeah. the way they sustain you and everything. But you're right. But I do think the process that you went through has, you know, has reaped some some benefits too. Obviously, everybody has a story. Yes. Um, and it's so interesting because whenever I speak with, uh, you know, clients that use a product, mm -hmm. I don't really talk about the products mm -hmm. because they always talk about, you know their life and my mm -hmm. life and mm -hmm. um, it's an opportunity to connect with somebody mm -hmm. um, you know they we can talk about the product in in two seconds and, sure um, but it's really about a human connection mm -hmm. um, and that's what I've what I was not expecting right um, you know even when you know, I go on QVC and we would talk, we would take customer calls. Um, it was always about, you know, their story, their story connecting to somebody else's story. Right. And I like that. I, I like really that like too. That. Yeah. And you went from feeling very alone 
to yeah. now having all this human connection and, yeah. and affecting people's lives. Like someone like me in Birmingham, Alabama, which you didn't even know existed, so you know? It's so interesting because yeah. um, with skincare, the first thing that people ask when they don't know anything about the brand is, do you have samples? Mm. Yes, we have samples. And we, we put together sample packets and we mm -hmm. mail them out to people and we mm -hmm. do all that. When they try them, then you get emails mm -hmm. that are just like, oh my God, I read about the story. Oh my God, I, this is amazing because it worked on my skin. And right. To go from not knowing anything about somebody yeah. and then having um, this great conversation um, with someone is samples. I mean, that was right. like <laughs> that doesn't happen with every with no. every with every yeah. skincare product. Yeah, I mean, you know, this whole yeah um, sense of community and everything is just another level. Yeah, and then I remember too. Many years later, he got the ski patrol people to put him in a um, the thing they took him down on that day. One of those. Like a sled. Like a sled. Yeah. They took him back down that hill. Yeah. Um, kind of as a way to say, you know, that he had beaten his fear or whatever and oh, conquered wow. it. So, um, yeah, I mean, he ended up, you know, being on the cover of Memphis Business Journal and you know, doing all these oh. impressive things afterwards, as well as being, I think, a better humanitarian and a kinder person and everything. Yeah. So you got to meet such incredible people when yes. you were in editorial yeah. at magazines. I thought it was so neat how like Giselle and J Lo, all these people yeah. wrote you the sent you the They the sent note. me postcards so it was um I was at Mount Sinai in New York mm -hmm. and I was an inpatient. I mean I had dealt with near death. Sure, you know, right. A month before. Yeah. So you could have put me on the phone with the Pope. I would have been like, Papa right. P, what's going on? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you're getting, I'm getting all this, these wonderful postcards um, from these celebrities that are just, it's very kind mm -hmm. because they don't have to take time out of their day sure. to do this. Um, and they could just say no, mm -hmm. you know, to the people that they're with. And... You know, the day that Madonna called me and I was on the phone with her for an hour. Wow. Um, she didn't have to do that either. So there's an element of humanity um, and really paying it forward with somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and people, I think at the core, um, we all want to help each other. Yes. Um, and I think there's a part of us that really likes that. Mm -hmm. And when you start to, and you've probably seen this as a mother more, mm -hmm. is that when you um, kind of take that risk and dive into helping somebody else, then you feel mm -hmm. happier Of course, also. yes. And you don't expect any, anything in return. Right. And there's this, um, feeling of it gives you energy yeah really um, and I really like that and that's one of the things that I learned I'm just as much of an idiot as I was before <laughs> um, but there's more I have more of um, a spectrum mm -hmm. and more of an appreciation for family and true friends mm -hmm. yeah so I didn't see a lot of friends um, 
after I went through my experience, but mm -hmm. the ones that I did see mm -hmm. are, you know, a hundred times stronger right. in relationships. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just thinking about right now in the world, I feel like that we've kind of gotten away. We need to really talk a lot about helping other, helping each other and mm -hmm. being there for each other and what it does for you as a person too, even if you don't want to do it for the other people. If you just try it and you see how much better it makes you feel, yeah. you know, and then you want to do it more and more and then everyone is, you know, helping, helping each other and, you know, we're stronger together. Yeah. And there's a lot to be done. I mean, this is the style that binds us. That's yes. right. So that is a good style that binds you to other people is right. thinking about, um, you know, helping somebody who's in their 20s. Right. Um, or maybe right. a teenager or right. even younger, whatever. I mean, um, who might feel lost but wants to come into an industry that they don't understand. Mm -hmm. But really, like, the style that binds you is also your mentality. Yeah. And what is the common thread um, in, in being in a community with other people. Mm -hmm. um, for me, when I think about style, I think about, and I like this about fashion and I like this about film, mm -hmm. um, is a, a historical reference. Mm -hmm. It's not just... A nice blazer, or, right? Um, and that's what I like about um, couture is that it's handmade, and mm -hmm. there's this artisanal quality mm -hmm. to understanding how precious something is, not just in the way that it's made, mm -hmm. but in the cultural and historical references mm -hmm. of why. And you know, one of my my favorite directors, Alfred Hitchcock, mm -hmm. and one of the reasons why I love Hitchcock and, you know, Dial M for Murder and Rear Window mm -hmm. and Rear North Window. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grace Kelly um, being this kind of, she is the fashion plate yes. in that film. Oh, she film. is such a fashion plate. But at the same time, she falls in love with this photographer right. who wants nothing to do with that world. And she proves herself to be more than what he perceives her to be. Right. Um, That's exactly right. And they are perfect partners. Mm -hmm. And they both know that. Right, right. So there's this part of um, assumption versus reality and this mm -hmm. perceived kind of notion of this is the way you think I should act, but yes. just because you assume that is not right. And I think that there's something about that... Um, it's kind of human behavior. Right. Yeah. It is. It's fascinating. Yeah. And it's also part of the the reason why we came together too was to kind of, to show people that um you know to to have a little faith in themselves and and everybody has their own style. You know, they might not um have the confidence to believe they do in the beginning, you know, but um, being kind to each other and, and pulling back the curtain and saying, I know that you have probably heard that the fashion industry is shallow and mean and it's, you're not invited and the same thing with the art world or anything else. But, you know, we're pulling back the curtain and, and just the whole purpose of our being is to bring people together to learn about new things and new products and most definitely people's stories. 
I like think your story. I um, thank you, and I agree. And I think that um, one of the things that um, fashion um, has shown me is having a strong point of view and mm -hmm. owning mm -hmm. owning it, owning your message. And if you're looking at um, a fashion house and a season, you're owning a message mm -hmm. um, as, you know, Oscar de la Renta owns a message. You right. understand when you say um, that brand name, you know what to expect. Right. And then when you look at different seasons, you know, you understand also kind of the, the nuances um, between each season and there's the theme right. um, between what it means to be fall, winter, and spring, summer, mm -hmm. and um, the different color palettes and the different types of threads. Um, but you're owning your message. Right. And I think, um, you know, there's a risk in that. There is a risk. And yeah. it, you have to be a little bit brave. You, yes. You know, to own it. You do. You cannot be afraid of failure. Right. And I have failed and so many times. Yes. You know. All of us. Right. Everyone. Thank I you. don't know. I think... I think in the beginning, for me, I was afraid of failing. Sure. And when you do that, you do nothing. Right. You do nothing. Yeah. You're safe. Yeah. But you do nothing. And that is not who I am. No. So I got to the point where I said, you know, I have to live. I have to, I have to you know, feel like a person again. Yes. And if it means failing miserably at what I'm doing, then whatever. Like, right. I'm just That's feeling go like for a person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. And then, so you had a meeting with Glenda. You told her you brought the sample, right? It, it wasn't no. even a product. No, she. So we were just catching up. Okay. Um, in the office, and she said, "You look the same. You're just sitting." Yeah. And my sister, mm -hmm. who had stolen the vials from my desk, said. <laughs> But we're, he's not just sitting. He's also making this with yeah. our father. And she opened up her bag and she took out the vial and gave it to Glenda. And okay. Glenda said, well, if you're putting it on your face, I'm putting it on my face. And I'm sitting there and my face just turns white. Oh, gosh. Um, because I was embarrassed. So then we go home and I was telling my sister and I just said, you know, that was really embarrassing. This is not a brand. I was not going there to pitch of course. this. It's not packaged. We don't have a factory. It's not sold in stores. Mm -hmm. Right. And my sister kind of just was like, whatever. I mean, what's going to happen? Right. So we get a call um, five weeks later from Glenda's assistant that they're shooting the product in the September issue, which is huge. But you, did you have a... No, I didn't have any. <laughs> I had like five ugly glass vials oh my on my desk. <laughs> and so then um, I said, thanks, but no thanks. And she said, oh. before you hang up, we're going to put you on the phone with the beauty director. Ah. And the beauty director said, we don't care if you're going to do, if you're going to say yes or no, it's still going to be in it. Wow. You have five months, find two retailers, find a factory, make it look chic. It's happening. Oh, wow. And so... In that moment, that's not, so great. Yes, because you just, have somebody else that believes in you. I know. I just oh, that's amazing. So, having my family by my bedside was when I was in the mm -hmm. hospital, felt like I had this um, sense of foundation and support. Sure. Now suddenly, 
having this amazing uh, mm-hmm. mentor, an editor doing the same thing in a, in a different kind of way. It's like tough love. <laughs> made me feel like I have to make this work. Right. So then I said, okay, this is happening. And um, I didn't sleep you know, very much for five months. Um, and we found um, factories and we formulated and um, designed the jars. And then I said, but that's not enough. So then I emailed the CEO of the Christo- to the Christopher Reeve Foundation, uh-huh. Peter Rolderotter, and we set up a meeting. And he was very, very quiet in the first couple of meetings. It was just me talking the whole time. And then I met with the other directors. And then after... About three months, they asked me to become one of their national ambassadors. Wonderful. And then I said, that's wonderful, but that's actually not enough. (laughs) And so I wanted Clark's Botanicals to be the way that I could contribute to um, helping to be part of the cure. Mm -hmm. So helping to raise awareness for spinal cord injuries Mm -hmm. um, and also raise funding for spinal cord injuries through Mm -hmm. the Christopher Reeve Foundation. But more than that, it's about empowering people Mm -hmm. and uh, making you feel like the super human version of yourself. And we call it the mirror moment. So when you're Uh looking in the mirror, um, as you're getting ready in the morning, you have those five minutes or six minutes when, you know, you could be single, you could be married, you could have five Mm -hmm. kids, you could have Mm -hmm. three dogs, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's those five to six minutes in the morning when you're just kind of getting ready for the day Mm -hmm. and you're thinking to yourself, who do I want to be today? Mm -hmm. And you're thinking of this like incredibly strong person. And as you're looking in the mirror and you're probably putting on skincare, Mm -hmm. like that's kind of what my moments are. You realize that that superhuman version of yourself is just you. It's you. Mm. And this mirror moment that you have is giving you this confidence so 20 minutes later when you're walking to work people can't help but look at you because you're Mm. so confident Mm -hmm. and you're smiling and Mm -hmm. you are just so sure of yourself that you know you you become the best version of yourself and that's what skincare means to me Mm. love it i know i'm gonna think about that in the mornings i have something that I put on my calendar where every morning about 7 a.m. this thing comes down, this alert that I put on there that says you are fearless and ready to face any challenges that come your way. Because sometimes when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm fearless. (laughs) So now I'll think about that, That too, when I'm putting on my skincare and going, I'm actually superhuman. Francesca said that. Mirror, mirror on the wall. That's right. Yes. Exactly right. What about any business tips for growing and or starting a brand? Um, you will make many mistakes whenever you start any brand. Yeah. Um, and so you can't imagine to always be right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be open in, open to having as many conversations um, with people who've gone through a similar path and being open to having many mentors and also to be very humble um, 
in knowing that you actually don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so sure. true. And even when you become successful, you still don't know anything right. because it's constantly evolving. Yeah. Um, all that you can know is, I mean, for example, with Clark's Botanicals, um, the product has to work. Yeah. Your skin has to look better uh. on Tuesday if you use the product on Monday, but not on Tuesday. So I could be talking to you about our supply chain, our operations, our mm -hmm. business model, um, our return on ad spend, or the way that we use artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. None of that would work if the product was oh, not good. Sure, ah, exactly. of course. So what is the product? Who are you speaking to? Um, who is your customer and how does she or he um, resonate with the brand? Mm -hmm. Everything else um, after you connect to that very core DNA becomes something that you can figure out. Um, a lot of the people that um, I've met with after you know we started to become successful mm -hmm. um, came a lot of the people that I met with came at it from setting up a business model, mm -hmm. but not having the idea. Mm. So taking an idea that was similar to another brand. Okay. Mm. But you don't really feel there's no passion yeah. in it. And um, you can't look at it like I'm going to be making money within a year. Mm -hmm. Sometimes two oh, years. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we know we about that. that. <laughs> because if you're a founder and you're you're not having that fire, right? Then you know there's no fire. It's just like it's gonna wood. Go out. There's yeah. just nothing lighting that fire. So you have to be that the burn in mm -hmm. it, and you have to be the one to motivate the team and to innovate. And the innovation. Um, is really about, I really like working with people that are as passionate as I am mm -hmm. because we push each other outside mm -hmm. of each other's boundaries and we have very heated discussions. Um, we laugh a lot. Um, you know, we get into debates and arguments as well, mm -hmm. um, about an eye cream <laughs> and about a moisturizer and about ingredients. And I love it. Um, you know, when you talk about sustainability, for example, mm -hmm. um, these are all things that in skincare and in beauty, um, if you look back six years, they were not really discussed. No. So when you ask, um, what does it mean to be successful as an entrepreneur? And what would I say? I would say that you constantly have to learn. You constantly yeah. have mm -hmm. to have an open mind. Um, you also have to realize, um, maybe what I'm learning isn't, um, what I'm seeing with my business is not correct. So I need to course correct mm -hmm. and adapt very quickly. Mm. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of things mm -hmm. um, that you have to learn. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that, that we just did is we repackaged everything. Yes, we noticed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell us everything. So, um, I, I had sold the brand. Um, oh, yes. Tell us all about that. Why? How? Um, three years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, I sold Clark's Botanicals. I, I sold 100% of Clark's Botanicals wow. to one of the biggest private equity um, 
firms in the world, Warburg Pincus, and it was okay. it was a wonderful experience, and I okay. loved it. Um, and the reason why I did it was um, we were at we were at the stage with the brand where we needed to scale, mm-hmm. we needed yeah. to grow, and really invest a lot of money sure. into the brand. And I could have done it on my own more slowly, mm-hmm. or I could have done it sure. much more quickly um, with a lot of funding behind it. Yeah. So we had different offers from three big um, players in the beauty industry and then private equity. And um, what I really liked about working with them is that we had this whole team with these two other brands, Laura Geller and Julep Beauty, mm-hmm. where you learned so much from the experience of everybody else there. Um, and Clark's Botanicals by far was the smallest of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were the baby of the three. <laughs> and um, Laura um, does so well in QVC. And mm-hmm. I was on QVC, but nowhere nearly as much as she was or is. And mm-hmm. Julep. Um, was such a strong e-commerce and digital player mm-hmm. that I started to look into how we could become a hybrid of um, using skincare as um, looking into digital and e-commerce and then understanding what it means to tell your story in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I purchased the brand back a year ago, I realized that if we're going to be um, focusing in this digital world that we're in now, Mm -hmm. um, the dark green jars didn't work anymore Mm because everybody would say, oh, your black jars are so nice. And I'm like, well, actually, they're dark green. Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't look dark green. So you would walk right by that jar on a store shelf as a reality Um, because it wasn't giving off energy. It was was kind of absorbing um, a lot of it. So I wanted to update the packaging to reflect all of the reformulation that we did with all of the products. So now we're 100% clean. Um, Our Jasmine Catalyst Complex is in all of the products. Um, It's all immunostimulating. It's all, you know, the packaging went from being in acrylic jars to glass jars, so Mm. they're sustainable. That's nice. Um, It's really pretty. Thank you. Really and color combination. It's energetic. Mm-hmm. It cheers you up. And I call it mm-hmm. Kermit Green, but it's not <gasps> Kermit Green. I love green. it. <laughs> it kind of makes you smile. Yes. You yeah. yeah, it's so, great color. Yeah. It's amazing how much time and effort it takes to make something look simple. Sure. Oh oh the effortless Baby. part of design yes. takes so a lot of effort. That is so true. That's yeah. what I always tell my clients, too. Like, when you're looking for the basic black pant or the a blazer or anything that's super clean and simple it's gonna cost more it's gonna take a long time to get it exactly right you decided to buy it back you didn't tell us about that so um the group that they started um went under bankruptcy and um when i was told that they were going um into that i started to think about everybody that i worked with um and really it wasn't you put your ego aside um, in that instance, and it's about maintaining, you know, keeping the family mm-hmm. alive. That was nice. Of you. And it was very important to me to become independent again, um, because they have families, 
And oh, yeah. they also, and I loved working with them and they loved working with me and mm -hmm. um, we continued working together. Um, and I think about how to grow those relationships with other people. And that's the driving force behind wanting to buy it back. And so much work went into it that... Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, I had, I had dealt with near death. Right. Then I was kind of sitting there like, are you kidding? Exactly. I can do this. Oh, yeah. I, I bet you were kind of energized by it. Yeah. Once it happened, right? Yes. 100%. Yeah. And so what did you do for those three years? Were you still involved? Yes. Okay. I um, actually um, remained as CEO. Okay. And Perfect. I was in... Uh, I think I was the only person to be in every single board meeting for all, all three brands. And I loved it. I mean, I, um, I used the opportunity to learn. I used the opportunity um, to understand the points of view from production um, to understanding the financial aspect and um, the backing of what it means to back a brand. Mm -hmm. Go to market strategy. Um, cost of goods. I mean, yeah, sure, amazing. Okay, now tell us about skin inclusive. So being skin inclusive um, means defining beauty for yourself, and not thinking that you have to um, fit into somebody else's definition of what it means to feel radiant, to be radiant, to be beautiful, to feel beautiful. Um, Imagine ever having a mirror, mm -hmm. but knowing you look good. <laughs> so you can look at anybody else mm -hmm. um, and you can see right away, like that person feels beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Um, and never having a mirror, you have no way of criticizing yourself. Mm. And to me, um, skin inclusive means having that inner, like that core that's so bright that it doesn't matter you don't really care about, mm -hmm. um, you know, the superficial part, the way that your hair might look in an right. instant, but you're like, it looks good. Like <laughs> I look good. I got it. Um, to me, that's what means skin inclusive is. And it also means about, um, it means accepting other people. And, um, yeah. I don't know. You think about like your friends and how, um, each one of us is different. Right. Absolutely. But like the that. conversations become more interesting oh. because Thank goodness. we're different. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And you do a lot of physical therapy. I'm still. hyperactive. You're hyperactive. I, I am hyperactive. <laughs> you are, but you also, you take conference calls while you do things while you're yes. doing physical therapy. So give us some productivity tips, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm a little bit torn on this because. Being a multitasker is not always a good thing. Sure. Um, but I've had to learn how to live my life and fit um, my workout schedule mm -hmm. into work. Otherwise, I would just be doing physical therapy all day. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I stand every day for an hour, and while I'm standing, I'm on conference calls mm. and doing emails. Yeah. And voice-activated technology helps a lot sure. with that. So that has greatly improved um, in the last six and seven years. That's great. Then I pedal this bike when I lay down. Um, 
that and I pedal it with my arms and my legs and mm-hmm. I get cardio in that way mm-hmm. and I'm doing emails and I'm on calls again sure um, and you know we work remotely right now and so when I'm driving down to Manhattan from you know my family home mm-hmm. I'm on I'm working right. sure so I don't have an excuse to not yeah. do something however um, I've made it a point to not be like that on the weekends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you start to you start to not have those um, one-on-one moments, mm-hmm. you know, with your best friend mm-hmm. or with my niece and my nephew or my mm-hmm. brother or my sister, mm-hmm. and you start to kind of glaze over moments if you do that all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you have to have moments where you're mm-hmm. kind of in the moment yep. and not doing three things at once. Yeah. When I'm in work mode, um, it's very obvious. Right. You know, when I do that. But, you know, now um, that I've become aware of that, I like uh, not doing that on the weekends because I'm, not, I'm actually more productive during the week. Yeah. yeah. That, that, is, that is such great advice. I think especially the way everybody's living right now. That is, yeah. that is imperative. I think it's hard, you know. It's it's not kind of, looking at your phone right, when you're at dinner. Right, it's so hard. It, but you yeah. know, Delia went to a, a medical doctor who's also a homeopathic doctor, and he said, "Your body will tell you at some point. If it's not now, it's going to be at some point when your body's going to say, i 'I've had enough. Yeah. You're going 24/7. You you've got to stop. Be with friends. Take time to um, nurture yourself and everything. And so." It's great that you ha- you're making a point of doing that. I think we all need to do that. And New York is very much like this. Right. right. It's hard. That's exactly what he said to her. He said, you found your tribe, haven't you? <laughs> yes. And he said, but tell me about your friends. Tell me, you know, what do you do for hobbies? And she said, well, fashion is my hobby. You know, I go to events. I, you know, and he's like, but what do you do away from that? You right. know, and, and then when he asked her, he said, you know, you, you probably won't slow down long enough to, do, to try yoga, but you need to do some things like that. And she said, well, how much time should I allocate per day to do this? And he said, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Delia. <laughs> you don't allocate time to, take, for, you know, to yeah. take some time for yourself. So it is a state of mind you really have to get into. Yeah, it's like reading a book of how to be spontaneous. Right, right, like right. You don't have to read right. a book on oh, how to okay, be spontaneous. Okay, now it's to be spontaneous. <laughs> um, no, I agree with that, and I think that I brought up New York, but really living in any, you know, city, yeah. um, there's an energy where you feel like you could always be doing something, you could always be doing something, oh, yeah. which, you know, after, I felt like after the age of 35 for me, felt like um, you could be distracted. Mm-hmm. So you could be distracted in kind of not being with yourself and being comfortable with yourself. It's mm-hmm. actually what it felt like. Um, after running away. You yeah. could always be running from event to event yeah. to event. But then really when the events are over, you're like, oh, but then I'm going to feel really lonely. Right. And right. so really it was about wellness. Yeah. And um, yoga is great. Meditation is great. And I think about mm-hmm. true friendships. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yes, like going to the museum or reading. Reading or, a book yeah. that has nothing to do with fashion. That's, um, I, Maria Shriver said something the other day. She said, wherever you go, there you'll be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can 
she was quoting you can never Theodore Roosevelt or something. But yeah. you're still gonna, yeah. And so I feel like you you actually have to like in the beginning, like you said, it's you know you you have to it's it's a little uncomfortable. You keep grabbing for the phone. You keep thinking about the emails. You 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 know it's like you really have to go through the discomfort to get to that place where you're you're there. You also, um, I think a lot of people think when I move to this other city, then mm-hmm. things will get right. Better. Sure, right, and maybe a little bit right, but you're still the same person right. no matter where you go. So, right, you know the fundamentals of change come from you. That's exactly the, right, yeah. and that's actually what she was talking about. She yeah. was talking about Meghan Markle in Canada. Uh, and she said, cause she's grown up as a Kennedy, you know, and yeah. she said that paparazzi will be there. Yeah. They'll be on the water, they'll be in the sky. Yeah. She'll be dealing with the same thing. So it's the same, I thought that was interesting coming from someone who had lived that kind of life. You know, right. it's true, it's like, wherever you go, there you are, you're still there. So, you, you know, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yes, and it's about loving yourself and being okay with alone time. Right. Sometimes I'll have an alone day, my perfect day on social media, and I'll get all these messages, <laughs> and I'll take people through the day, and they'll be like, oh, Delia, we're going to brunch. Do you want to come with us? I'm like, no, no, this isn't a cry for help. I'm alone today, and <laughs> I'm to okay with that. my city. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. That's really true. But it's nice that they care. Oh, it's, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, it's That's so also, sweet. Like, it's nice to see when people um, have a genuine... Yes. feeling for somebody else absolutely oh yeah oh my yeah. gosh yes it's wonderful community is so important that's yeah. right okay and being feeling supported by them which in mm-hmm. our digital world we can just sit at home and have everything delivered I and know. never leave which I is know. a little bit weird yeah. it is so weird. <laughs> uh do we want to talk product tell us yes, about your yes, yes. top selling products the new so <laughs> our jasmine vital cream um just launched last week wow congratulations Thank so you. exciting it's a gel cream oh i it's love gel a creams. treatment and moisturizer um it's our first 100 percent clean um product that transforms your skin it, it's like an oasis for your skin. oh that's a lovely way to put it um it works on even the most sensitive skin types mm-hmm. but um even if you don't have sensitive skin it gives you this luminosity and bounce Ooh. in your skin oh that's nice. fabulous you can layer it with your favorite moisturizer if you have um very dry skin so it's like a serum mm. you could bring with you um and you can put it over makeup oh that's interesting. so it'll penetrate um makeup you just dab it on it's not shiny at okay. all, so it has a satin finish um a velvet finish mm, how i, I like that it. that yeah. sounds great I would say cashmere. It's like a cashmere finish. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all need a cashmere finish. That's right. So you can actually put it on over makeup and you start um, the the active ingredients work so well that it still works. Mm. Um, and it just refreshes mm-hmm. your look. But, I was, this morning I was, you know, at the airport. I got on a plane at six this morning. And when I landed here at nine, I was like, oh, I just feel so dry and everything so that would have been a perfect thing to have just to you know you do not look like you've had a long day oh Oh my (laughs) gosh thank you for saying that thank you very much sure and then so take us through the process of creating a new product Oof! the jasmine vital cream took three and a half years to make so we think of 
we never make a pro we don't have very many products in Clark's Botanicals and right. the reason for that is that there's a simplicity in um, the way that we look at our product assortment and you have to understand from looking you know at the product and the name what it's going to do and you don't need 15 steps to get ready. I love that. They have to be multi-use yeah. as well. So the reality of skincare um, is how much time do we have right. you know, to get ready on those busy days and what will be consistent. And yes, of course, there are indulgence. You have an indulgence like a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And that's why I love the deep moisture mask, for example, right. because our deep moisture mask is one of those products that almost every famous makeup artist will use it on actresses okay. um, for the red carpet because it has very high concentrations of Japanese green tea. Oh, I, I so sleep it ha- in it. I just oh, use baby. it before bed and sleep yeah. in it every but You night. can use it during the day yeah. too because it goes unclear. Right, right. And the dehydrated does. algae microspheres in the deep moisture mask plump up the top layer ah. of the dermis. So you start to see the dry fine lines and link- wrinkles. The look of the dry fine lines and wrinkles just disappears. Ooh. And it has this intoxicating um, scent to it that feels mm-hmm. like you're like you fell asleep at the spa and they mm-hmm. didn't care, so it just kind of left you in the treatment room. Um, I love that. And it just bathes your skin in all of these um, incredible nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, but we think about what's missing from the assortment, um, how is your skin acting, and then we look at ingredients, and then we take um, naturals and botanicals, Mm -hmm. but we don't just take a natural. So Mm -hmm. I would never, we would never formulate a product that you could mix in your kitchen. Like, Mm -hmm. it would Mm -hmm. never just be an avocado mask. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because Mm -hmm. the whole point of innovating for us is doing something that um, would supercharge those natural Mm -hmm. ingredients Mm -hmm. and would make them act beyond what you would normally find. But doing it in a very kind of natural um, way. Mm -hmm. And then to that we add um, science and Mm -hmm. clinical ingredients. Mm -hmm. So we think of hexapeptide 11, um, we think of 5% 5% sugar-derived glycolic acid, which is mm. derived from a natural, um, but it really activates your skin. Mm-hmm. So looking at um, different active ingredients and mm-hmm. natural ingredients and making this synergy, like a happy marriage, mm-hmm. um, where one ingredient is building upon the other, and really what the Jasmine Catalyst Complex does is it amplifies all the other ingredients. Oh, gosh, that's great. So it makes the peptides work better. Mm-hmm. It makes the Japanese green tea work better. Um, and then it just makes your skin look better. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the process that we go through. Right. And there's a lot of trial and error. Sure. So we go through a lot of different formulations that don't work until right. we find the one that does. Sure. I bet that's really fun when you oh, yeah. have perfected it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's difficult because... We don't use parabens. We don't right. use, mm-hmm. you know, petroleum mm-hmm. derivatives. Mm-hmm. We abide by the strictest clean standards. Yeah. Um, and that's hard. That's really hard. I to bet do. it's really hard. Yeah. Mm. So what is next for the brand? Oh, um, a lot. Oh, yay! So much that I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> um, 
No, we oh. have, um, we're growing the team. So okay. um, the Clark's Botanicals team is growing. Great. We just redid our website to make it more um, educational Great. Um, okay. for mm-hmm. people. Um, we are developing four new products. Oh. Um, but they take so long to of make. Of course, right. That um, it's about two new products a year okay. mm-hmm. that we're developing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're developing four right now because two of them will launch in about four years. Mm. Um, and it just, it's such um, a long process. But sure. we yeah. look at, one of the things that I'm looking at is if you were to live in um, a big city, um, how do you repair and right. regenerate mm-hmm. um, from damage that you've already had into yeah. your skin? Yeah. Um, and it's happening younger and younger is the other thing. Right. Well, even with the light from the computers and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, Lord. What about um, body lotion? So, um, actually, it's funny you should say that because <laughs> one of the things um, that a couple of um, my coworker, my teammates brought mm-hmm. up with me um, um, is using active ingredients in body. And we're exploring that. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's one of those things that. I'm always trying to find that body cream or that body lotion that's not too hard to put on your body or that actually yeah. stays and absorbs. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's so far it hadn't happened. Yeah. So I'm waiting on you. This is, okay. she started her business based on this. I, I feel did. like I you've talked it. about like, it a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so get busy. <laughs> I, I, I He's on it. it I have to wait four it. years. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, do you have any questions? Any other thoughts, comments? Well, I just, Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. You're an inspiration to us all. We are so proud of you. You've done the self work and you have such a great perspective on life. That's right. And his skin is incredible and he's incredibly handsome. (laughs) Yeah. Blush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for tuning into the Style That Binds Us podcast and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard, tell a friend about our show, subscribe to our podcast, and also scroll to the bottom and give a rating and or a review. Those are the best ways for other people to find out about our podcast. See you next time. Bye.